from a doomed planet in a distant galaxy to a fantastic underground hideaway from the fortress of solitude to the bustling city room of the daily planet look up on the screen it's superman superman the movie Welcome to another episode of Let's Ruin Our Childhood. Yes, welcome. I am Alex Carter. I am Tom McGrain. Hey. Hey, and I already said yes once. That'll be the first of 1,000 yeses. Yep. <laughs> I'm going to work on my ums this episode. I'm not going to turn my microphone on and off throughout <laughs> the whole good. time. I have it taped in idea. the on position. The cat is sitting on the soundboard, so we are ready for liftoff, yeah, I think. taking care of business. Um... Today, we're going to talk about Superman. The OG superhero movie. Yes, from 1979, I believe. 78. 78. Which I was actually surprised. It was, I was pretty sure this is like an 82 or 83, but this is which, from the 70s. Yeah, which makes it uh, actually pretty impressive. It makes think. it real impressive. Yes. Yes. Yeah, there was nothing else really like this out there. No. Um, yeah, it is the OG superhero movie. I remember watching this one on on HBO constantly, like in the early 80s. It was always on. This is one that I rented frequently. And I've noticed watching it, I think, I'm telling you, I don't think I've watched it in, it's hard to say. It could be 17 years. It could be 20 20 years. years. Yeah. I don't know. It probably has been. And when I started it, especially the first half of the movie, I was like, wow. I remember every single moment of this me too yeah Yeah. as a kid like i said it was always on hbo during the day so i i saw it dozens of times i can remember how i felt during certain scenes and things that were yes absolutely it was like an old smell brought back memories it really was yeah which is kind of the point of this whole podcast like if you don't see something for so long and then it's just sort of encased in history yes in a block and then you go thaw it out you're like oh my god I feel all these old feelings. From yes, when I saw totally. When I was six years old or whatever. Yeah. Um, so I started the movie. The first thing I noticed is that, uh, one, the opening credits are super long. Yes. Super duper long. And Marlon Brando gets top billing as Superman's dad. Yeah. And I, I, heard, I think he also got paid a ton of money. Yeah, I was reading about this, um, and I guess... He got paid four and a half million dollars, or was it fourteen? I don't know. I didn't look it up. I knew he got. It was like the most anyone's ever gotten paid, or yeah, something like that. Yeah, he was on screen for fourteen minutes. I yes. think is what it was, and he got paid four and a half million, which was just a crazy amount of money, right? And like he was a dick. He refused to uh, um, uh, remember his lines or to. Um, yeah, that's Memorize kind of lines. that's kind of what he. To. I think he was doing that on The Godfather too. Yeah, where he would have them like they would put his lines on a billboard across the street, mm-hmm. so and we could look around. In Superman, in the scene we'll get to when we start explaining it, uh, when they were putting uh, baby Superman into the yes. spacecraft, his lines were written on the baby's diaper. <laughs> what a lazy turd! He refused Considered to do like more the, than one take. The greatest actor of all time, yeah. and he's just a lazy butthole. And he kept forcing he. He kept suggesting that they'd not have him be an actual like living character, but just as a floating face because he, right. didn't, he didn't want to 
Right. Didn't want to do anything. You didn't want to do anything. <laughs> yes. You didn't want to do anything but get paid. Oh, man. <laughs> the the actor from future classics such as The Island of Dr. Moreau. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, also, Mario Puzo, the guy that wrote The Godfather... Wrote the story for Superman the movie. Yeah, I thought that was interesting. Yeah, this was a big. This was a big deal. This was yeah. This movie like set all the records when it first came out. It had a, in a huge budget. Yeah, it had. It was like the biggest opening ever at the time. Did you read all this? Yeah, I didn't look it up. I was just looking up. I, I just knew the, it was huge. The IMDb uh, yeah. trivia. Cool. Um, yeah, it was a huge movie. The opening credits. Super long. Yeah. And I remember also, thinking those were really awesome as a kid. Oh, the score is sweet. Yeah. John, no, it's a John Williams score. You yeah. forget. Like, I, th- that theme and the Star Wars theme as a kid was just like the, the greatest music oh, ever. Oh, yeah. It was so amazing. Um, and it's funny, Margot Kidder that plays uh, Lois Lane, mm-hmm. she's like, seems like 17th down in the credits. Yeah. Christopher Reeve is like fifth. Yeah. He was an unheard of at the time, yeah. I guess. So they gave top billing to Marlon Brando and second to Gene Hackman, who yeah. plays Lex Luthor. And that. then third to uh guy that gets booty raped in Deliverance. Oh, yeah. Ned Beatty. Ned Beatty. Yeah. Otis. I was like, booty raped in this movie? What scene was that? <laughs> no, no. In a different movie. Is Zack Snyder's Superman? <laughs> that would happen in that. Not in this one. Yes. I think that's happening in Justice League. Yeah. <laughs> um, so how does this movie open? We're on Krypton. Yeah, so the movie starts out, um, you, uh, the trial's going on. You're on. We're on Superman's home planet. And there's a trial going on for his for three baddies, yep. uh, Zod, yep. who this is, I think, maybe relatively unprecedented. They were setting up the sequel. At the beginning of the movie, and you never see them again. There's apparently a huge story behind Superman and Superman 2 about fighting and all sorts of craziness between the directors and producers and writers. So I guess when they filmed Superman, they also filmed 75% of Superman 2. Oh. That's why you're like, oh, it's the bad guys from Superman 2 at the very beginning. It still works, though. Yeah. But I I guess, so they filmed all that, and then... They brought in a new director for number two because they were mad at Richard Donner. So they basically just reshot everything, even though they had. Oh, I did. I did. I know some of this crazy thing. Yeah. Yeah. But anyway, so they're having a trial for these three bad guys. Mm -hmm. The same three that are in the new Superman. And it is a badass scene. Like when it starts out, you're like, this was 1978 and this is very beautifully shot oh yeah and like that all those scenes could stand today even krypton is cool looking and the practical effects are neat yes but okay so at this trial and the hula hoop things are spinning around the bad guys and they condemn them to the phantom zone phantom zone and a mirror comes down right and then a piece of space mirror flies in from deep space yeah and they're (laughs) damned for eternity and it captures them into in a mirror in the phantom zone yep it was quite a special effect. And it's really time. neat, actually. The it mirror is. flipping, th- I'm like, 79, man. I know. You get you get credit How for this. How did they do this that? This is sweet. This yeah. movie won the Oscar for Best Visual Effects. It, sh- it deserved it. Because there's a lot in this movie. And spoiler alert, there's a lot of models in this movie. Oh, there sure is. <laughs> there sure is. When they're, when he's walking through the Arctic, I said it's like the, this is like watching a Rankin-Bass Christmas special. Yes. And it's so hilarious that back then, I don't know if it's just because we're kids or we're just a less sophisticated audience, that that doesn't really, I never caught that. 
But now it's like, no. my God, look at all these little toys. It didn't toys. matter because you hadn't really. I mean, this, the, the scale of the models yes. was insane. Yeah, it worked. It yes. totally, and it still like, it holds up. You're like, oh, it's it's a little bit of a, it's a model, but yeah. it's still a real thing. Yes. And that's pretty cool. It is cool. Anyways, and they so detailed. It's oh, so yeah. cool. Krypton is sweet. Um, so they're on Krypton. They have the trial. They send these people to the Phantom Zone. Yep. Uh, one of them is Superman's dad, right? Was was he on a? Was he on the? He was part of a bunch of, the, of faces. Yes, they were just like floating there. Apparently, like Marlon Brando had envisioned his entire character, but right. So they, it's like the the trial of elders or the elders at the trial. The tr- elders of Krypton at the trial condemning these guys to the there Phantom we Zone. Go. They go to the Phantom Zone, and then they start talking to uh, Jor-El, who was Superman's dad, Marlon Brando. Yep. And he tells them that Krypton is going to explode. Right. And they would know that if they looked out the window. They sure would. <laughs> because they they, they're like, scene. you're a liar. We don't believe you. <laughs> yeah. We're just changing our, uh, whatever, what do you call it? Our rotation? Our revolution? Yeah. Our, what, do you, what the hell do you call it? The orbit? Earth? Yeah, orbit. Thank yeah. you. Jeez, words are hard. It's been a long week. But the lady's like, we're, I swear it's just a change in the orbit. Yeah. And then they pan out from Krypton, and there's a freaking sun, like, two inches away. Yes. And they're like, oh, we don't believe you. Yes. And he's like, I swear, Krypton's going to explode. Right. Like, so you, no. they pan out, and you see Krypton, and then you see a giant, fiery sun yes. inches away from the planet. Yes. <laughs> Moving ever so Yes. Ever so close. Um, and But they insist that won't happen. Right. Uh, they zip away. Oh, by the way, watching this this meeting of elders uh, on Krypton. Krypton is uh, most definitely whites only. <laughs> yes, <laughs> yes, yeah. a lot of old white guys. Yeah, <laughs> yes. This and was the '80s, so it was diversity. '70s, yeah, late '70s. Spe- oh, especially the '70s. Diversity yeah. was not a concern. No, it sure. Was that, geez, was sure was now, now that you mentioned that, did I see a black person in this movie? There's one black person with a line, as far as I can remember, and he's a pimp. <laughs> with a hat he's like what oh man that ain't a bird (laughs) i don't know what he says but yeah no i can't uh, remember anyone of any sort of color that wasn't a very pasty white in this movie not even nope uh so they know the planet's gonna explode and they're getting superman ready to they're sending him off in a little spiky spaceship yeah the the superman appears to be about mm, eight months old little baby yes in a diaper uh not only a diaper also a for reasons i don't really understand a rainbow color oh uh, superman colors it was a rainbow rainbow. no 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 it was yellow and red and blue they were superman there was no green and purple no 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 it wasn't it wasn't a gay mylar balloon he was wrapped (laughs) no no it wasn't too bad he doesn't leave that thing on but we'll get to that (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> um so they're loading it up yeah so basically like okay now the world is blowing up and then so they load they go to load superman so yeah. I, how much time do you think took place between the elders telling jor-el that he's full of shit for saying the plan was gonna uh, blow it was up about to, 30 minutes on yeah. their time they're like nah yeah this like, nah, bullshit we got a launch the sun right there yeah. you're wrong oh no they aren't wrong they're putting him in a pod and they're explaining they're gonna send him to earth yep He's going to be super strong on Earth. Yep. He's going to be fed all this information on his journey. Yeah, basically they're like... Uh, all of the information ever, according to what they say, I which, believe. Which is weird because 
so they then they shoot super baby Superman into space, and it's like a an audio book he's listening to yes. on everything. Yes, and I assume he's the, an infant learning this. Yeah, the spaceship is like putting it into him as well. I mean, they're so advanced. I was like, okay, whatever. Yeah, he went with it. Yeah, that's one the thing with this movie is that it's so well done. Yes. You can kind of just go with it. It's a beautifully, as, like, it has great cinematography. It's gr- very well acted. It looks great. And they kind of put, like, a an overexposure on everything, so everything kind of Yeah, there's a haze, like baby pictures, I at least that. for the first half of the movie. Yes. The, when he's a kid and on Krypton. It kind of keeps going throughout the movie, but not as yeah. much. They really amp it up at the beginning, like... Jor-El has white hair, and, and it's everything sort of like glowing white. Yes. Again, this is a super white movie. It is super white. <laughs> super white man. So they um, blast him into space. Well, for, I, I think it's funny because they're talking, the parents, uh, super mom and super dad, uh-huh. and the mom's like, he'll be odd, different. And I'm like, yeah, a white guy in Kansas. <laughs> it's going to be real rough. It's going to be a rough childhood. Yeah. So they uh, launch him out the window, like almost like Willy Wonka style, like through the glass ceiling, which I thought was weird. Yes, why? <laughs> yes, they launch that him was out, pretty and weird. Everything blows up, like it starts blowing up the planet. Yeah, the whole planet's up. blowing up. People falling, models everywhere. Yes, model it, yeah. superimposed people falling down all yes. over the place. The yes. planet, and then the planet explodes. It explodes. Yes. Yep. Because it ran into a sun, and they didn't they the didn't see that one coming. <laughs> yes. They did not see Like, if they got up that coming. morning and had, like, their uh, Krypton shredded wheat, and they look out the window, the sun would have been taking up the entire, like... <laughs> yes. Yeah, it would, the only thing in the sky would have been the yes, sun. Yes, a big red sun. <laughs> yes. But it's not really yes. happening. No, we don't believe you, Super Dad. So um, Superman has been launched through space to planet yes. Earth. And heads up, he there's a couple driving, driving down a dirt road, a nice old couple. Yep. And suddenly, do they get a flat tire? or They get a flat tire, and then a giant meteorite comes, meteorite comes crashing down. Which is baby yeah. Superman yep. in his pod. And they're like, what? So they look mm-hmm. at that. And even that is see coming off of the Running Man, oh, everything man. about this, oh, I was like, I know, I was like, is this the best movie ever made? <laughs> I know. I kept thinking the know. same thing too. I'm like, yeah. this movie came out uh, a decade before yeah. the Running Man and looks like a million times yes. better. A million times better. It's crazy. Yep. And so uh, this time they they get out of the truck. They're changing the tire. They look and see the little. The skid, the the yep. trench, yep. the meteor left. It went burning through a cornfield. And there's uh, Martha, Martha Kent, yep. looking on excitedly. Yes. Because there's a little baby there. Yep. Well, not quite a baby. And this is a problem because there's this little baby dick. Yeah. It's a uh, toddler dong. They go to the hole that's burnt in, and there's a baby standing there. A baby, not a baby, a, a toddler. Like a three-year-old. No, nah, he's older than that. Four? Five. Mm. Probably four. Yeah. So there's a burnt hole in the ground, <laughs> and then the the little boy comes crawling out, and uh, he stands there. He's buck naked. Butt-ass naked. And, like, puts his arms out, like, almost making, like, a Jesus on the cross and stands yeah. there. It really accentuates his little dick. Yes. <laughs> and this scene is so, this should be a flash for, like, a yes. maybe a 
part of a second. Yeah, they hold but on it's to like that. a full, like I swear, five seconds yeah. of full frontal underage naked boy wiener. Yes. It's very unsettling. I remember as a kid being like, I don't like, like I don't want to watch this. Yeah, scene. that part was not good. So yeah, that happens. What so, happens next? Then she's like, "Well, we can raise him. We'll just say yeah, my, they, my my my." She says something about they never could have their own kids. Right. Like, Maybe now we have a kid. But they're old. Yeah, and Superman's real parents were old too. Yes, his mom was hot though. Yes, but was. I was like, this lady's like fifty. She just had a kid, but she's like. A hot 50-year-old. Well, they're more advanced on Krypton with their True. OBGYN. Yes, probably. But his, the Kents are, are like old. They're like in their, I'd say, mid-60s. Yeah, I'd say 60s. Yeah. yeah. They're not like 30-year-old parents or whatever. So and they're like, all right, we'll raise them. Yep. And then we flash to Superman in high school, Clark Kent. Yes. Being a, being a dork, helping yes. the uh, football team out. Yep. Uh, by the way, high school Clark Kent... Still like 30 years old. Yes. <laughs> and very clearly wearing a wig. Even, uh, <laughs> yes. And also, I remember thinking like, man, this character like always bugged me as a kid, and I think it was his wig. Yeah. But I guess he, they put a lot of makeup on him, too, to try and make him look like... I thought he is well cast, I think. Yeah, no, he play. looks like a young Although, Superman. He looks like he looks like a different... Like, this is young Superman, but... In a different Superman movie, yeah, yeah, but <laughs> not he's Christopher still, Reeves. He's, he's also this. At, they, they cast that kid's got to be at least twenty five. I'm gonna look it up right now because I would guess that he is probably like twenty eight. Yes, I don't know why they. That's in the eighties. They wouldn't hire kids to be teenagers. I don't know why. I guess they thought that wasn't okay for some reason. Yeah, but in this point, watching it, I was sh- genuinely shocked. By how well I remembered every single thing in this movie. Yeah, I know. This movie obviously had an effect on me as a kid. Because <laughs> I can remember so many weird little details. He's also, when he's in high school, he is, of course, wearing a bright red shirt. Yes. He's like, oh, that's just so you know which one future Superman is. Yeah, and he he's like, help, was this, was colors. like helping the football helping team the football out. Team, yeah, like and one of the uh, cheerleaders was like, kind of like yeah it was Lana Lang oh that's yeah. right yeah she was kind of who is this movie okay and maybe I sound and it's like a 70s thing but with the exception of Superman himself and Lex Luthor's girlfriend there's not really an attractive person in this whole movie no everybody like 70s teeth yeah going on all over the place it's very weird and Lana Lang I was like this is it's it's just kind of weird, and maybe it's weird to talk about, but I was just like, "This is who you cast." I, was, <laughs> I know. Yeah, it it was weird. I mean, it's not that weird. And way to go, casting some normal folks. Yeah, in a those days movie. are over. Um, okay, are you ready for yes. how old um, young Clark Kent was? Yes. Let's hear it. Uh, he twenty-one. Oh, okay. That guy looks super old. He does. Maybe it's all the makeup. <laughs> But also what I read, which I didn't realize, is that they actually dubbed Christopher Reeves' voice over all of his lines. Weird. They really went for it, though. They really did. I think... Attention to detail. Something looked weird to me. I, maybe that was picking up that the sound was dubbed Also, uh, he seemed to very clearly be wearing a wig. Oh, yeah. They put a terrible in the it, 70s wig. Yeah. Just, I feel like they just kind of strapped it on top of his head. Yeah. And like, just said, go for it. So, yeah, he's doing the football so that, equipment yes. stuff. Lana Lang comes and talks to him. Yep. And then he's like, oh, she's like, want to come to the, listen to records? He's like, yeah, I do. 
And then some little jock guy comes over who's smaller than him, but comes over to, yeah, he comes over to harass. He's like, Clark can't come. He's got to clean this stuff up. And he's like, what? I already cleaned everything up. And he's like, you didn't clean that up. And there's helmets and football pads laying everywhere. He's obviously the. Yes. Then the other teenagers drive off. Clark is upset. And he kicks football for what you assume uh, is two outer miles. space. Yes, yeah. yes, which is freaking awesome. No, I remember. I remember thinking that was so awesome. Yeah. Like, cool. Then he starts running. Right. Starts which, running, which is hilariously. They really made an effort. This is one of the parts where, like, oh yeah, nineteen seventy-eight, baby. Yeah, they obviously didn't know exactly how to. Make it looked like. Yeah, they, but it was cool. The still, they was, like, cool. clearly he was on like some kind of rig. And his legs just going back and forth yes. as fast as a human could make them go. Yes. Like, but he's covering way too much ground for yeah. his legs moving. Like yes. it's, it's a weird effect. And he's running next to a train. And I found this odd. Lois Lane is on the train. Yeah, I didn't as realize like that either. year old. Yeah. And I she's never like, realized that. She's like, there's a man running next to the train. They're like, keep quiet, Lois. Keep quiet, like, Lois Lane. Yes. I was like, Why? Did you guys low it? Did you catch that? Yeah. Wink, wink. That's, I, that was so unnecessary. <laughs> that I was. Thought, but uh, that's fine. So he runs, and he beats them. He, he, yeah, he jumps past the train. He runs home, and they apparently have to drive past their house to – the teenagers have to drive past their house to – Oh, right. To, but drive past Clark Kent's house to get to wherever right. they're going. Right. And they're like, how'd you get here so fast? He was already there. He's like, I ran. And he gets there, and his dad's like showing off a little bit. Aren't we, Clark? Yeah, right. And he says how he could do everything better than everyone else. And Clark, or Pa Kent, seems like a real nice guy. Yep, real nice old man. man. What a great guy this is. And they're walking up. And earlier they had, uh, they mentioned when they find Clark, Ma Kent says, "Uh, what about your heart? You know, like, oh, yeah. I bet we're going to hear about that later. That might be important later. Yep. And they're walking up the driveway, and Pa Kent, I think Clark went somewhere else. Yeah, he went up to the house, they, yeah. or away. They, they went their separate ways. And then he croaks, and has a heart attack. He has a heart attack and, and drops he dies. dead, literally. And then they, the next scene is Pa's funeral, yep. and Pa was not a very popular guy. There's <laughs> no. about eight people at his funeral. No, yeah. For as nice as he is, nobody liked him. Yep. Funeral with uh, eight people. Um, so anyway, Pa dies, and this upsets Clark very much. Yes. And he goes and finds his old spaceship. I didn't understand this part, because he's inside the house. It's nighttime after the funeral. Yeah. It's, but did something draw him out of the house That's the what barn? I'm not sure if he knew... It seemed it, like... Like, did he know the spaceship was down there? I don't know. Or did That's they a, hide it from him? I couldn't figure out what they were trying to convey in that spot. Like no, if, I couldn't really if either. they were trying to say he knew it or it was all like of a sudden calling he felt... To him. Yeah. yeah. But anyway, so he goes into the old, like, machine barn and throws the doors open and, like, his spaceship is sitting there. Yep. And then he grabs his uh, piece of... The piece of kryptonite from his ship... Which evidently is the good kind of kryptonite. Oh, the good, uh, it was like the information uh, crystal or whatever. And then he goes to, he tells Ma, he's like, I got to leave. I got to go. Sorry, Ma, I got to bounce. Head to the Arctic. This uh, piece of crystal told me I have to walk to the North Pole. Which is 
I, I watched this with my friend Emmett. Yep. And he pointed Shout out. Shout out to Emmett. Now uh, he's in the Arctic alone. No one around. Right. He can move at any speed. And he chooses to just crawl <laughs> over this ice. That's true. It was like true. super slowly. I he was like, Emmett, damn it. Why did you say that? That's true. He could have flown directly there. Yes. In, in no- At this point, I'm going to assume he doesn't know how to fly. That's true. I'm going to make that ass- like he hasn't learned that yet. Although there is no scene of him learning to fly. We'll just assume. I'm going to assume because he spends. Now he's in space. He throws his kryptonite and suddenly out of the ocean comes his his fortress of solitude. Yep. Which I again as a kid I remember th- loving that. Not really understanding what was happening. It's still kind of Is that Do you ever read a Superman comic book? I not many. I've I never have. read a single Superman. Yeah. I've read lots of comic books but never I read, Superman. I read The Death of Superman which many oh, yeah. almost everyone read. So um, is the Fortress of Solitude is that a part of his original comic book story? Yes, I believe oh, so. Okay. I never understood if that was a movie convention or But a I don't know for sure. I'm going to I, I'm pretty. Sh- I, I think that it was. Dan will be ashamed of us. Dan, I know. Dan Umpton will be ashamed of us for not knowing. So he built. Oh, that's right. So <laughs> he builds his fortress of solitude, and like, doesn't he go in and like slip the crystal in? Like, yes, into, into the like, tube, into the cassette recorder yes, or whatever. Yeah, little plastic, all yeah. the plastic tubes that are ice or whatever. That's they for are. their technology. Well, which again, it was pretty cool. It I don't was. know if that was. Like I said, I don't know if it was drawn like that in the comic books, but it was a really cool. That must have been a huge, like, stage they were on. Sound stage. Oh yeah, whole thing. several. Because there must... that was real. That was that was a real built set. Yes. Many. This movie is massive. Yeah. I mean, the scale of this movie is insane. Which also, I don't know if we should go back and talk about movies we've already watched, but The Running Man. We said every shot was tiny. In Superman, there are just massive shots yes no that's what again i really was taken by the cinematography because there's lots of wide very picturesque sweeping shots there's i mean things are big this is a big movie for sure it's huge um so the fortress of solitude puts the kryptonite in and now he's going his marlon brando's head appears and explains to him that he's about to learn everything there is to know about supermanning yes and he's going to spend he goes disappears into space I think it's just his consciousness in space, though, because it's not you don't see him. No, yeah, that's right. It's really trippy, just going through. Yes, space. that's the scene where there's like, uh, like stars and like, there's like the cosmos, nebulas. Like, yes, yeah. yes, it's very uh, futuristic space and stuff. still practical because it's seventy nine and it's actually pretty dang cool. It did look cool. It was yeah, it worked. And he says he's going fi- to learn again all of the information, the history of right. Earth and Krypton and many. And everything. And he spends 12 years in space. And then he shows up at the Daily Planet. So the 12 years, okay, that makes sense. The 12 years, I thought when I was reading a synopsis on this to try and help understand some stuff, I thought they were saying he was in space for 12 years as a baby, but he wasn't. No, he was was, 12 years in space. His consciousness was in space with Marlon Brando. As an 18-year-old, he goes to space for 12 years. (laughs) What? It's funny that they're like, so what happened in those 12 years? Ah, fuck it. He learned how to be Superman. Yes. Like, is he out I there like, it. is he out there like doing push ups and reading books in space <laughs> to learn how to? Nope. I don't know. He just shows up with the, with the, um, they, he shows up back at the Fortress of Solitude in the Superman suit. Oh, yeah. And all of a sudden he like, 
just flies out of there. Like, yep. It's like, Heads right. to Daily Planet where somehow he automatically has a job as a reporter. Yes. You don't really get how that happens either because he clearly didn't go to college. No. And he's going to be the beat reporter. But Perry White does say he's the fastest typist I've ever seen. Right, because that's what you – that's – Yes. He's all about – Perry White's all about the uh, the typing speed. And this uh, is also when we meet Lois Lane. Yes. Who's a beat reporter. But judging by the fact that Superman spent 12 years in space, Lois Lane was on the train when he – when he was 18, uh, right. and she was like, I would guess, eight? Yes. So she's a, I mean, this is putting too much thought into it. Of course. But she's a 20-year-old, like, getting all the big stories at the Daily Planet. Right. Yeah. Okay. No. That's fine. But it is fine. It's, it, it's freaking Superman. This is the problem. I mean, again, this movie let, This movie is good at just making you go with everything. Absolutely. You don't, it's like, a, I mean, that's how movies are good. Yes. Where you don't, you're enjoying yourself so much, the little things right. don't matter. Like, why is Superman a news reporter? No. Why did he pick that job? I mean, where was he? Like, oh, it's yeah. like, no, he's like, he's fucking Superman. I think now. it gives him a re. I mean, I think he picks reporter because he can come and go as he pleases. I guess. I would say. Um, but but so we meet Clark Kent, who's a total nerd. Total nerd, he, six he, foot four, giant man. Yes, what a dork! Huge built dude. <laughs> yes, uh, like a super waspy guy. Perfect black hair, but he has giant glasses on. So in the eighties, by oh, default, what a default, nerd! You are a goddamn dork. The biggest dork. Although I will, Christopher Reeve, credit to him. I'm like you. You're a fucking dork. Yeah, he pulls it off yeah. very well. I'm like you are. I've, I don't doubt your dorkiness, even though you're this massive, handsome man. Yeah. I'm like, you are a real nerd. Yeah. Like, excuse me, Lois. She spills coffee on him. Yeah. He's always bumbling around. He's like, you certainly wouldn't want and to Lois, embarrass someone the first time you meet and them. And Lois basically can't stand him. Right. Who, it would be hard to. He yeah. was pretty annoying. So uh, we cut to that scene, and then we see- Lois, uh, okay, I'm, okay. I'm going to mention some. For some reason- the, an ongoing thing with Lois is that she can't spell. Oh, yeah. Why? I don't know. She's like, how do you spell massacre? And I'm like, you, you're you a freaking reporter. You yeah, don't know how to spell you're massacre? you 20-year-old reporter, and you can't spell. <laughs> yes. And it comes up more than once. And I'm like, why did they? What was the point of her not being able to spell? Seemed like they were making some sort of important point that I never got. And here, once again, I will mention 70s teeth. Oh yeah, going up, going on all around this biatch. <laughs> and Lois Lane, Margot Kidder is weird looking. Yeah, she—I uh, wouldn't call her unattractive. No, I wouldn't either. But I would just say she's a little. I mean, but you feel like that must be a thing with Lois Lane because even in modern day Superman, Amy Adams is uh, can be very beautiful, but she's very. She's not going to go for. She's plain. Yes, she's plain, plain in I the movie. Yeah, it's, I wouldn't call Margot Kidder plain, but I would call her unconventionally she's so much lois lane in my mind though that yes. i'm like and she went crazy after this too didn't she? yeah i think so i, I don't really know up, but i didn't it's fine. i didn't look anything up i just took notes anyway so her <laughs> clark and lois go out to the street they're exiting is this before yes it is and they're they get robbed at gunpoint and my god is clark oh, scared right. yes robbed the robber, as all robbers do, is wearing a plaid sport coat. Yes, and a fedora. <laughs> I know. When I, I saw like, that, when I saw uh, that scene, I'm like, oh god, this is, this is the seventies. Yeah, the street roughs dressed nice, dressed nice in the seventies. 
Yes. They don't mess around. Uh, Lois has got big, big old balls on her because she's way more brave than Clark. Yeah. The guy basically, they're walking down the sidewalk and he points a gun. He's like, hey, get in here. So they go in the, to the yeah. alley. And, uh, yeah, Lois starts getting chippy with him. Sure does. And then she, what did she, like, drops a purse on the ground and kicks the gun out of his hand, but he shoots. Yeah. And Clark whips over real fast and stops the bullet. That was a cool scene. That was a freaking awesome scene. So basically they're, like, kind of falling down. Lois is falling down. The guy shoots, and they do this scene where, or this thing where, like, his arm moves real quick and, like, catches a bullet, and then he falls on top of her. And he's like, and she's, he's like, oh, I fainted. Like, yep. he's being a total pussy. And she's like, God damn it, you fucking pussy. And then he said, then, yeah. I think that's what she said was, God damn, you fucking pussy. Sure. <laughs> yes. That was the line. Yes. The kids loved that line. Yeah. God damn, you fucking pussy. So, yeah. But Lois has got big balls. Uh, he stops a bullet with his bare hand. And then what happens? She. That, that, I, I don't know. I can't remember how that scene ends. I can't either. But then, he, oh, he says the contents of her purse. Oh yeah, I, exactly what yeah. she's got in there. Right. And I think he asks her out, doesn't he? He's constantly asking her out. Yes. He's constantly asking her out. Yes. I think. In fact, I know for sure at the when they were back at the uh, news station. Yeah. That he was fucking. Would you like to get dinner sometime? Yes. Alice? Pestering her. Yeah. And she's like basically ignoring him. It's like, oh, God. And he's please. just nonstop hitting on her. Yeah. It's the 70s, baby. Yeah. It was the swing in 70s. <laughs> so then we switch to Otis walking yeah, down the street. then we switch scenes to Otis. Otis, is, the uh, Ned Beatty, the big Ned dumb Beatty. animal. Yeah. He's basically a bumbling sidekick. Which is, I'm, I watch this, I'm like, so Lex Luthor is the smartest man, as, according to Lex Luthor. Right. And his right-hand man is just this dumbass. But that's how it goes it in is. movies, just, and it made it. It's a very much an old, old timey comic book movie kind of thing. Yes, yes. He is basically. I mean, he would have been considered hilarious. I bet people were busting the gut. Yes. In his scenes of him bumbling around being dumb. Right. I bet that killed. <laughs> and uh, there's a couple cops following him. Yeah, he's down on the subway. Yeah, he goes down the subway, which is where. Uh, the lair is the, the lair is the underground lair of Lex Luthor, which, as you can ask this of many movies, but who built the freaking lair? Well, I but don't overthink it. It's I like rec- asking who built the Batcave. I recognized this time I didn't as a kid that it was like a flooded old. It's subway a subway terminal, station, yes. But then there's an, a big, beautiful library built into yes. it. Yes, and, and he also had stuff. later on some other things come into play where you're like, who built all this? There's yes. only three of you, but that's fine. Uh, Ned Beatty's teeth. Ooh, baby. <laughs> somebody uh, somebody didn't hit the dentist as a kid. That's for dang sure. It's hilarious when we yeah. watch old movies now because everyone's teeth are perfect in this day and age. Yes. Like if someone doesn't have absolutely a perfect grill that's gleaming yeah. white, you're well, like, Or wrong with the you? flaws in their teeth are like, oh, yeah, cool. Yeah. They're, people, famous people don't just have straight up nasty teeth. Right. But Ned Beatty. Ooh, mamacita. Get that guy, <laughs> get that guy some floss. <laughs> I don't think it's going to help, though, I guess. Probably not. Uh, what is Superman? I, I got things mixed up here, but at one point, Superman's coat, when he's trying to hit on Lois, gets caught in a bathroom door. He's like, uh, Lois, Lois. Yes. And I'm looking at the door, and I'm like, that door, there's no latch on that door. 
It's just, oh. a, it's just a push. Oh yeah. Whatever. It's fine. I think that too was, much, too nitpicky. But that's just that just goes to show. I mean, that could be any part of the movie because he is constantly hitting on her, yes, constantly asking. Absolutely. Her um, um, so this is when he, they we meet Lex Luthor, who is Gene Hackman, which is a weird bit of casting, I guess. I I I don't know. It's an old school movie. Why do you think it's a weird bit of casting? Well, what, I guess what's weird <clears throat> is that. I, I read, I found out that um, Gene Hackman refused to shave his head and wasn't going to be bald. Oh, yes. Which is a I knew that. trademark. Yes. <clears throat> but they showed like lots of hair pieces around, and his hair was always goofy, so you're like, oh, yeah. he's wearing a hair piece. Yes, there's Even wigs all over the that place. That was his actual hair. Right. There's wigs all over the place. Yeah. Yeah. Which, so, I don't know. But like, his hair does change constantly throughout the movie. Yeah. But yeah, that was that was what made it odd is that he just wouldn't be bald. Yeah, and they do show him bald later on when he's in prison, right? And it was weird to see him in like fancy seventy suits again. It was yeah. like, man, this is. And we got to meet his um, girlfriend. His girlfriend, who is like, at some points, you're like, this lady's like fifty eight. Yes, and then you're like, wait, no, this is the most attractive woman <laughs> I've ever seen. Yes. The camera is weird to this lady. It really is. Like in the very first scene, you see this lady. She's wearing like a like a sequence weird suit and then her yeah. boobs are way out and you're oh, like yeah. oh this is like a really beautiful 70s layer like oh no wait i think she's actually really old yeah like but then but later, it goes back it goes in back matter and forth. Of about a minute and a half not that being old she's very attractive older woman right but I but then other times i'm like you wait you're like how old are you i think i looked up i think she was 33 okay which she could have been uh 25 or 50 55 yes. yeah yeah she, easily in that range yes. it was a weird but that's thing. another 70s thing for sure like, it, like if that was, if they made that now, who would play that role? Oh, someone, a bombshell of some kind. Yeah, like, they'd probably put, like, uh, um, uh, what's your name, Kata Upton or someone like yes, that. Yes, like absolutely. Some, like, curvy, yeah. young, right. super hot. Yes. She was, this, this lady was, like, ambiguously old and hot. It was really weird. Super duper hot. <laughs> it was confusing. Yeah. Super duper attractive, this lady was. Yep. I had, I was like, oh man. Shock, shockingly so at times. And then other times, like we've been saying for two minutes now. It was like, what <laughs> it the was hell? Very confusing. Yeah. It, it was, was very weird. jarring trying to watch the movie. Uh, you see Superman. Now Lois is going to. We set up Lex Luthor. He's yep, going to. So now to, we see Lex. He, yeah, what was he? So the whole point of out, that. Yeah, he's okay. going. What, what do we find out? I can't remember the timeline of the movie. I have notes about things that happened. They have a discussion. I don't really remember what At it was this about. point, does he talk about blowing up California? I Maybe. I don't think he has yet. I don't think so either. I think maybe he's alluding to doing some big things. I, They're totally just set up. Blank. And they killed a cop with the door to the yeah. lair earlier. Um, and they're set up. And then they're, I think we go back to the Daily Planet. Yes. Where Lois is leaving. No, Lois is getting on a helicopter. Yes, they have like a news chopper. Yeah. She's going to go take the chopper to interview some big person. I don't know. It doesn't matter. They're taking a helicopter. And then she gets on the helicopter. And of course, she's Lois Lane. Yep. They get about four feet off the ground and the helicopter starts to malfunction or get caught on a wire. Four feet off the ground, I'd say about a foot and a half. Yeah, but that made it cooler, I (laughs) thought. No, I know. Because I was like, this is a real, this is cool. And again, that whole scene was all practical effects. Yes. Like they had a, I don't know how they did it, but I bet it was really difficult and expensive. Yes, I bet it was. have a 
a uh, real helicopter smashing around and but again that was very well shot like yeah absolutely that was top notch like it's pretty great it's crazy i don't know i guess movies uh, are just that bad now that that stuff is all super impressive and it was yeah so that's crashing as clark kent is leaving the daily planet here's one thing he's walking out yeah and, and the crowd there's a massive crowd of people going crazy mm-hmm. and clark kent or superman dresses clark kent walks out of the daily planet and doesn't react for like 20 seconds yeah he doesn't even look up nope. and you're like no is that like a cool is that like a part of your character <clears throat> yeah but i thought that was kind of funny yeah so but so then he does and then they made a phone booth joke in the 70s which yes. i thought was funny i know they're like look at this phone booth it's not an old-fashioned phone booth yeah it's just that you stand in yeah. yeah it's just one on a on a pole because we all know superman to change into superman has yes. to go into a phone booth yes he does but instead of going into a phone booth, he goes into some revolving doors. He goes into a revolving door, and it goes around super fast in a blur, and, and then he, he comes, comes out, out as Superman. As Superman. Yes. So we, this is our first time seeing Superman about to be Superman. Yes, but we did see him once before in the yes. Fortress of Solitude. Right. Uh, so oh, now, <laughs> look. Look at this. Look at this picture. There he is. It's the pimp. It's the pimp. So one of my tricks I do when I watch the movie, I just take pictures of my TV while I watch it to remember things. Yes. And I took a picture a of the good pimp idea. that Toll referred to earlier. And yeah, he the is only, a 70s pimp. Yeah, baby. the only black guy with the line in the whole movie. Yep. And he's a pimp. <laughs> there he is. So that's where we see the black guy. Which is one last. stereotype. <coughs> and Superman flies up and... Lois and the helicopter are falling off the building. Yeah, and I, I thought this part was sweet too. Yeah. He was. flies up. That was like, I mean, grabs every, every Lois. Single super, or every single uh, superhero movie has had this scene. Yes. A version of the scene. Something happening on top of buildings, people falling, maybe things yeah. falling. Like, and this is the first one. And it's, again, it's flawlessly made. It is. And he flies up, grabs Lois. Then the helicopter starts falling off, but he keeps going up. And she's like, You're holding me. Who's holding you? Yes. And then he grabs—he's going right to the helicopter. He grabs yep. the helicopter yep. with one arm. And this part again, like I'm—I'm I'm buying this. I'm yep. sold. Yes. Carries the helicopter up to the top of the building, sets it down. There's an injured pilot in there. He goes, "Get this man some help," or whatever he says. Right. And you're like, Superman's a freaking badass. <clears throat> and so we see Superman like flying and doing stuff and all this. And this is all obviously done by wires. This isn't CGI. Yep. And how good did that look? Great. It looked amazing. Yes. Like movies today should be doing it instead of doing digital guys flying around. Yeah. Although you couldn't do like an Iron Man or something in the same. That's true. But I. But, but, it, it, but it looks. You, the, you, the, your eye knows you're seeing the real guy doing it. The so most recent Star Wars did a lot of practical effects. Yeah. Not. I think Rogue One probably did too. But I know The Force Awakens did tons of practical effects, and you can tell because it's freaking sweet. Yeah, because your mind knows it's an actual, yes. real, physical thing right there, and that I feel like it makes a difference. And I, I did say I said the practical effects are are goofy sometimes because you can tell they're practical effects, but it's so cool. It's cool, just the idea. You're like they had to freaking do yeah, this. No, my, I, there's probably twenty times this movie. My, I stop kind of watching and just thinking, oh my god, how did they physically make that happen? And is this this begins the Superman? Stopping bad things from happening montage, I believe, which is great. Yeah. Right? Then, um, yeah, so. There's like a yacht in the street. He, there's a guy ro- robbing. Oh, so this, okay, but before, so 
Wait, no. So, <laughs> sorry. Superman puts Lois down, and then he's like, hey, I'm Superman, baby. And uh, then he flies away. Yeah, then it's the montage. Which is, and the montage, there's one guy crawling out of a... Uh, out of a skyscraper window with suction cup things, oh, either yes. had just robbed, yep. or is going to rob, and then Superman is standing right there. Yeah, standing. and that part when he's standing on the building, yes. and there's a guy inside the building looking out, and you're yep. like, they mix two things here, yep. flawlessly. Yep, again, I know. It looked- and he he lets the guy fall, and then he goes down and uh-huh. catches him. Yeah, so cool. The him Superman going up and down buildings in this movie. Is like you don't even think twice about what's happening. And even when I when we were kids, this was like the only superhero movie. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. And it was I loved it. And it, I, it, it, I didn't know that it won the Academy Award, like I said before, but it did win the Academy Award for the special effects. And I get it because I don't think anything. Oh, and then when he's like he's on the boat, and the 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 most memorable thing, one of the most memorable scenes to me about this movie period, is when the bad guy hits him with the crowbar. Oh, yeah. And he's just like, and then I can't remember what he says. So I guess it's not that memorable. (laughs) (laughs) But I love that part. And not only does he stop these bad guys on a boat, he's like, I'm going to get you guys. Yep. He takes the whole freaking yacht and puts it in the street. There's a whole yacht. Right in front of the police station, the cops come out. Yeah, and the cops don't believe him. Yeah. And then they're like, what? And, of course, the cop trying to convince the other cop that he just saw Superman is Irish. Right. I was like, really? That's still a thing. Was that really that common that it was, I knew, maybe it was, that cops were still straight out of Ireland Irish. (laughs) Um, Oh, and then there's the uh, plane with the engine. Yes, which they do again in Superman Returns with the guy from Iowa, Brandon Routh. The plane with the engine is sweet, and then he's just hanging in there. Yeah, so basically one engine goes out in like this 747, or no, lightning hit. Lightning yeah. hits and blows the engine. Yes, Superman catches one of this in there. Yeah, somehow and just, he, he replaces. So then the he engine. takes. Yeah, he's like flying. He like gives him the salute. Yep. And he's like flying. But then the two pilots are like saying to the other two pilots, "What happened? Like, oh, we're yeah. not. You don't want to look at this. Are yeah. you fucking kidding I me? I, you, I don't want to look at this. <laughs> That's hilarious. I don't want to no. see a flying man. You don't want to see this. Just trust <laughs> yes. me. Well, I'd be like, Gee, there's yeah. a flying man. Yeah. Um, and then we land. I'd be like, Are you? There was a flying dude out there the whole time, and you yeah. weren't going to let me look at this, you dickhead? <laughs> Come on, man. I could have been watching that the whole time. And that, that, Whatever. The airplane was a real sweet model, too. And the, it was. It was a good model. <laughs> uh, there's also a point to counter a point I made on our last episode. In this, they show footage from the news on a TV that like soup that Clark Kent is watching at one point mm-hmm. like walking down the street they show a, a TV shop and there's a of course and they show footage and it's not footage from the movie it's like there was a camera on the ground filming yes. what superman was doing yes because and it, i was like way to go richard yes. donner use your freaking brain way to just think about 5 minutes or so about yes. a scene yes. instead of just saying <laughs> reuse the same yeah. film footage yes, as the exactly. news I thought I was like props, props again. Yep. Um, let's so see. after that, that's when we cut back to um, uh, the layer, the underground layer of Lex Luthor, and this is when he's swimming. And I think this is when he talks about his plan. Yes, to blow the he the, wants to blow California off. If this is when he's swimming. He goes, Otis, Otis, bring me yeah. my robe. Yeah, and Otis brings him the robe, which he puts on while still in the pool. And the bottom, like, foot of the robe gets completely soaked. Yeah. And I was like, who? No one would put the robe on. 
and get the whole bottom of it wet? I uh, found that odd. Yeah, I feel like Gene Hackman just wasn't thinking and like <laughs> yeah. was just like, oh, fuck, I don't want to yeah. just keep rolling yep. here. And they're like, well, other than that, it was a good scene, buddy. Yeah. So we're sticking with it. Was weird, though. Um, this is when they explain he's going to blow up California yep. because he bought a bunch of desert land. Oh, that's right. Or maybe they maybe that's they haven't right. explained that yet, but I think they I have. I think this is where that gets explained. Yes. That Lex Luthor is a real estate develop an evil real estate developer. Yeah. That, like no, our, that is like 100% aware that he's evil. Yes. He keeps saying that he's evil. Yeah. <laughs> he's a Which pre-Trump is, Trump. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Evil real Very estate guy. So. So he buys up a bunch of like desert land. Worthless desert land for no money. Along the uh, San Andreas fault line. And his plan is to steal some nukes yep. and make California fall off. Yes. So all of his. Which I don't think that's how that works, but basically he said he's going to blow up the fault line so that California would like just fall off America. And, there'd and then be a new all coastline. of his worthless property would now be beachfront property. Yes. That was the plan. Yes. Um, in the meantime, though, they now know that Superman exists. Yes. This is when he looks up. How he figures this out. He somehow figures out, oh, he looks through old publications in a book and sees a guy holding up. um, They realize that some stuff, that other stuff, if Superman landed in America, then, or on Earth, then other, then meteorites from, from Krypton Krypton probably landed on Earth too. Right. And they will hurt him. They, the explanation of that I don't exactly remember. I don't remember that. But either. he figures that out because he's smart, and his hot his hot girlfriend helped. She said meteorites or whatever. She yes, said. yes. And that's when he knows. And then they show a picture of a guy in Africa holding a meteorite, and you're like, "That's he's going to. They're going to fly there and get it from yep. that guy." Yep. And they do. So they know how they're going to stop him. And this is when. Superman had given Lois a note. She had a note at work that said, "That said, meet me at eight o'clock, or I'll meet you at eight o'clock." Signed a friend, and he right. called her a friend earlier. Right. When she asked who he was, he said, "I'm a friend." Right. So he's going to meet her, and he flies to her apartment. Here's another thing about the 20 year old reporter Lois Lane. Mm-hmm. She's got a rooftop apartment. <laughs> yes. With a massive patio in what is the equivalent of New York? Right. Of like Manhattan. Man, yeah, they're paying that girl. That girl's getting paid well at the yeah. Daily Planet for a 20-year-old beat reporter. <laughs> Apparently very well. So yes. she was, This is basically to be an interview, wasn't it? Yes. She was going to interview Superman. Which, so she was going to get the scoop. That That's makes no sense to me. He says, he wow. tells Lois he can't see through lead. Oh, oh yeah. He tells her everything. And I'm like, why would you? You wouldn't do that. Okay, let's take a step back. So, he shows up at what eight o'clock or whatever. Mm-hmm. She's standing out on her enormous again rooftop patio penthouse <laughs> yes. patio, and she's wearing what I would describe as sort of a lingerie dress. Yeah, and she knows he's coming. Yes, for an interview. Mm, not not very subtle, Miss Lane. Right. So then <laughs> Superman flies in. I feel like he did some sort of dumbass thing. I don't know. Him landing is sweet. Oh, I know. Again, like all the yeah, stuff of him the flying. Wire work? Yeah, oh, you would never so know. Cool. It's flawless. So he uh, goes there, and immediately, for as much as Clark Kent pesters uh, Lois Lane, she is going just as hard as Superman. Like, oh, she bananas! Clearly, there wants to fuck a, Superman. There is 
they start the interview and she says, how big are you? Yes. Clearly a dick joke. Yes. And then she goes, I'm sorry, tall? Yeah. <laughs> like, wow. Yeah. Wow. Oh, slipping a dick joke in the kid's superhero movie. <laughs> I guess we did already see a dick, though, so that's okay. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> yeah, but he tells her about everything. Yeah. They just sit down and start talking and... uh he can't see through lead. He can't see through lead. She's like, what color are my underwear? Yeah. He's like, oh, I can't see through lead. She's standing behind this planter. Right. So then they start talking, and she moves, and he's like, pink. And he's, she's like, what? Your underwear are pink. Oh. Mm-hmm. Then they go on a little flight. Yeah. Then she, he's going to take her for a, for a flight. Oh, boy. And you're watching. I'm like, how do the physics of this work? Yes. When he's holding on to her by just her hand and she's her <laughs> arms are completely splayed out. I'm like, is this because you're moving fast <laughs> enough and like turning at an angle so that centripetal force comes into play here? Because otherwise. Yeah, physics goes out the window <laughs> yes. on this scene. Yes. And I'm like, completely. and when they go from they go from like arm to forearm to hand. And at that point, you'd be like, uh, Superman, excuse me, you're. You're ripping my fingers off. Yes. You're ripping my fingers off, Superman. So, like, they're, they show him flying. And I, as a kid, I remember thinking this was an amazing scene. And it really was. Absolutely. Again, the whole thing Until is shot. The, the poem starts. Okay. Just hold on. <laughs> hold on. <laughs> hold on. <laughs> <laughs> so, they're flying. And originally, like, they take off. And I'm thinking, okay, I can't remember how they fly. How does the physics of this work? And so, originally, they're flying. So, imagine you're laying on your stomach, all right, flying. And you put your right arm out, and then someone's laying next to you, and you just like pull them onto your side, and that's yeah. how they're flying. Yes, like there's no, like his. I guess he's Superman. He, I guess. Yeah, no, that that's what I just. Bother that's what he's talking about. She's up to. all the way out, though. Right. That's what I'm like. How is she holding herself up? They would have to be going so fast. Yes, that's that what I'm she saying. would probably catch and on like, fire. And like <laughs> for her to be able yes. to keep her momentum so that she's on the same level as him and not like dragging behind him. Right, but here's another thing about Superman is that if you, her. if you could fly, that is absolutely not how you would fly. It's how you would fly now because that's how you saw Superman fly. Right. But if you could just straight up not be on the ground and were impervious to anything, you would just fly around in a standing position. Right. You would be and you would pay no attention to what you're doing. Yeah. You'd just slam you'd into just whatever. Be like, do, 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 just just floating. You would not be like. You know what's more comfortable? Having my arms straight out in front of me. <laughs> we get super tired. Again, it's Superman. Yes. Damn it. That's, every argument is we invalid. All, everything we say Superman. about this, we both clearly like this movie. Yes. So we were complaining about no. it, and then we're immediately like, but it was great. But it's great. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> That's the truth, though. That's the truth. That's so, what yeah, we're here to do. And that, right? and they're, yes. And we so don't know what we're here to when do. When they're flying, <laughs> apparently, yeah. Flying apparently is very easy too on a person because they show them like fly up above the clouds mm-hmm. and they're fl- so they're yeah, it must be about zero degrees and the and the wind in their faces is just like it's just like a light breeze yes like a like a nice and there's plenty breeze. of oxygen yeah it's Ain't not no like I mean you know it'd she be like sticking your I'm- head outside of a window while you're going 300 miles an hour. <laughs> And it's zero degrees. <laughs> it would be a nightmare. Yes. But they're just like... You would die, yeah. in fact. Yeah. There's just a, like a light breeze. Yeah. And then she does say, I'm cold. Yeah. But well, this no is shit. when the, the poem begins, right? Yeah. So then things... I don't remember. I did not remember this. This part... I'm like, how does... This doesn't fit. So they're Was floating along. And it's... Again, they're, they're, they're flying. They're floating. They're super high. They go low. And there's a, the beautiful John Williams score in the background. Again, shot beautifully. And... Uh, so then 
the this is all happening. It seems and it seems romantic. Like they're they're kind of flirty and like they're, it is romantic. And then so they're floating. This is when they're holding hands. The impossible yes. flying, and uh, all of a sudden you she's like, "Can mind? you read my mind?" Yeah. And he and never it, answers, does he? No, because yes. it's just a poem in her mind that See, rhymes. So. Why does it have to rhyme? <laughs> she's just thinking of it. So what it's happens weird. is she's like, can you read my mind? And they kind of pan to him. And I feel like he kind of gave a look like, yeah, I can. I know what you're saying. But it's very ambiguous. I could go either way on it. So then she just starts saying, like, I'm flying through the clouds. Yes. And this weird poem that, that rhymes. I'm flying through the clouds. Things are not that louds. <laughs> It's about just, yeah, but it was it, very long. Yes. It kept going and going. Yes, and basically, I mean, it it, it made no sense. But she's it, in love with him, though. She's yeah, met him she twice. is. She wants to bone him, and is completely in love with Absolutely. him. Absolutely. I think that yeah, that's basically the gist of that. Yeah, and she's trying to tell her tell him that through her psychic powers, I guess. Or yeah. And so that happens. She's in love. <laughs> Superman takes off after they stop flying. And Clark immediately shows up bumbling and stumbling. Yes. And they're like, oh. At her front door of her apartment. Got so you, Lois. Superman takes off the balcony, and she is like, in like, she's just in a date. Oh, yeah. Happened. And then immediately. Dripping wet. Shit <laughs> is at the front door knocking. Yes. Total buzzkill. Yeah, totally. He's like, I don't think you remember, Lois. We had a date tonight. Yeah. Um, what was I going to say? There was one more thing about. Oh, my defense of glasses completely changing the way you look. Oh. <laughs> when I was when I delivered wood, I sometimes had to go on a weekly basis I'd have to go to a small town, the yeah. same small town over yeah. and once a week and deliver a bunch of stuff. Mm-hmm. And one time <clears throat> I lost my glasses. So I deliver there <laughs> and the guy the guy that's there every single time Looks at me and goes, oh, man, I'm glad it's somebody else. Because <laughs> <laughs> that last idiot screwed everything up. And I was sitting there thinking to myself, I was like, wait a minute. Who's he talking about? I was like, oh, he's talking about me. And I'm not wearing my glasses. He even mentioned, he was like, yeah, that guy with glasses. And I was like, whoa. And I'm standing right here, and he doesn't know it's me. You're a lot better looking than him, too. <laughs> yes. yes. You've been, you work yeah. out a lot? Yeah. And I was like, that idiot isn't coming back. Don't worry about it. They, <laughs> they fired him. <laughs> so, yeah, that's my defense of the glasses thing. All right. Well, I'll working. accept that. And, so... you do. and Clark, Christopher Reeve, Clark Kent, is so annoying as Clark Kent. He you're really like, is. You're like, I, this makes sense. Yeah. I wouldn't, I wouldn't, even if they looked exactly the same, I would not assume that Clark Kent was Superman. And you notice, like, no one really looks at him when yeah. he's Clark Kent. Right. He's always back there like, he's like oh, kind of guys, invisible. Uh, and they're yeah. like, yeah, yeah, like, fuck off. Yeah. They don't even really engage. Yes. Like, that helps. It's, it, they did it. It's, once again, well done. Well done, Richard Very Donner. Smooth. Superman. Uh, this is when... Now we switch to Otis and Lex and the hottie uh, going to... Yes, this is what I was going to get to. Of course, we both noticed this. Yes. Um, they're going to So the bad some, guys are going to... To program some nukes that that's are being right. moved for oh, some yeah, reason. That's, oh, that's right. One of, one of our uh, nuclear missiles is just... 
They're like, we need to, we need down to the take highway. this. No, two of them. Two of them. Yes. Like, we need to, we need to take this nuke somewhere, I guess. Yeah. Because they won't just, like, hey, I thought this highway was closed. But so they pull up yeah. to the nukes that are being moved for some reason. Yeah. They don't pull up. They, they trap them. They crash a car with a remote control, which was also cool. And they even show the thing. Like, you see it on purpose, I yes. think, though. The, the thing that flipped the car Yes. Up? Yes, I saw that, too. And I was like, that's how they actually do this, but you see it, and you're like, but they have a remote control, so they did it on purpose. Okay, so this makes sense. So this we'll explain this to you guys. So there, there's two <laughs> mobile nuclear missiles in an entourage like of military people going down, like, a two-lane highway. Yeah. And so Lex and uh, his hot girlfriend and uh ned Beatty are going to crash a car in front of them to make the convoy have to stop because yes. there's an accident in the middle of the road so they uh <laughs> they flip a car in the road which they didn't need to do if you think about it but whatever why why not just put a car there same difference uh, but it very true it, but it doesn't give to it doesn't it add does, to it the whole they put a charade. messed up car there yeah so but basically the, the car being messed up clearly this car has been in a terrible right. accident so it, they didn't they to, flip a car they they he has a he has a like a old school like remote control car remote control yeah. to control this car and he flips the car in the middle of the road but when it flips like you can see like this um leg kick up on the bottom of yeah. the car and then the car flips yeah and i'm like did they mean to show i that? think that they did and i actually did. like because he was smart enough to to install the little thing to flip the car with be. the remote control because it's so glaringly obvious that i'm yeah. going to give him credit i know for it. i think you're right i think you're right because how else would we otherwise if the car flipped we'd be like what the hell how yeah. did it just flip right um so the car flipped over Lexus. They plant the assistant yeah, slash the ho- girlfriend in Marilyn Monroe in a Marilyn Monroe costume. Yeah, blonde hair, red dress, boobies heels. just hanging out. Yeah. yeah, yeah, And they she's laying on the ground next to this car, and the yes. convoy rolls up. Right, and then so it works. So their trick works. Yes, they pulled over the nukes. All, uh, all the army guys get out and they go circle around. And the leader of the army guys, who's in this movie for a total. <laughs> of four minutes is freaking Larry Hagman from I Dream of Genie. It was? And Dallas. Absolutely. 100%. You can look it up. No, I believe you. But I'm almost 100% positive that it was. Hmm. And what does Larry Hagman say when he sees this unconscious woman (laughs) on the ground? They're like, we need to help her. And he's like, well, there's two things we can do. And one of them is a chest massage. Yes. And then he (laughs) goes in and all the army guys surround him. And you're like, oh, I guess I'll just... We're just going to molest this woman yeah. real quick. Yeah. This unconscious woman that yeah. could very well be dying. How, how, that must have been a hilarious 80s thing. Dude, 70s. 70s. <laughs> Damn. And then, and then he's like, turn around. Don't look at me. Yeah. So there's literally a circle of army guys that turn around and like face away from him as he molests this lady. Yes, which is doing. like, I mean, that's just. So he's, it's a rape. It's a times hilarious. Times have changed. But another rape. Hilarious 70s rape yes. For two on our movies, and, and I, I have a feeling. I have a feeling that almost every movie we watch from this era, I would say, unless they're unless we go down, unless they're straight up four kids, which yeah. this kind of was sort of, unless they're straight up four kids, there's going to be some kind of weird, rapey reference. I'm afraid so, undoubtedly. Yeah, and I I bet right now we're two for two. 
we'll see how high the number gets. Yeah. But I'm going to guess it's going to get real high. I think so. So while this is happening, Otis is programming these missiles, one to go west right. and one to go east. Right. So in the classic style, he goes up to the missile, opens a panel on the missile, and then starts punching numbers. And Otis, the idiot, yes, the dumb guy, knows how to do this. That's how you program continental uh, ballistic nuclear We weapons. come to find out later, he did do it wrong. Right. So there's a little, you know, and uh, Lex is very mad at him. Correct. So then somehow, from there, we're back at the lair. Yep. And he knows, no, yes. And then another weird thing that I didn't quite understand. Uh, is this when they, like, do the dog whistle thing? The yes. Old, yeah, this is what I, I didn't quite, like, somehow Lex knew to talk on some frequency, but he makes this, like, he makes, like, the sound is, like, the sound only dogs, sound. only dogs and Superman. Yes, can hear. and all of a sudden, like Clark Kent's at work, and all of a sudden he's like, you know, yeah. pulls his head and he falls down because the sound is like hurting so much. Yeah. And then Lex Luthor's like, "I know you can hear this, Superman, yeah. or whatever." What didn't you get about it? What the fuck was that? It was because only Superman can hear it. Yeah, but how did he do it? They didn't show him doing anything. Oh, that's like what did he use to yeah. do it? Oh, I have, I have. How do you transmit a message? <laughs> nationwide uh. <laughs> that is a good point but i'm gonna give him the benefit of the doubt because of how supposedly smart lex Luthor is i know do they show him at like a <clears throat> microphone or anything or that's what i'm trying to remember him? i don't remember that they just it was sort of again it was but sort that of didn't like bother me at all because i was like if you if you knew that I, but i didn't you're after right. the lois lane telepathy poem like right. i'm like okay i guess it's another brain thing you yeah. know what, so again, Another brain? Well, I don't know because I think I assume he has a machine that can do it. I don't know it's because fine. the dogs can hear it. Why would it be a brain thing? Lex doesn't have any powers. How could it? You mean a brain thing that he controlled? Yeah. But then why wouldn't he just give it directly to Superman? Why did he have to mess with the dogs? Because exactly. they show a bunch of dogs barking. The dogs are all like, "Who is Superman? <laughs> yes. What the fuck is he? <laughs> yes, yes. You're talking about my owner? The guy that <laughs> He's gives me Superman food? to me. <laughs> He's the best guy. Yeah. Um, so then, after he gets that message, he's like, "Straight there. Fuck that." He he literally jumps out the window. Yeah. Which again, no one notices Clark Kent apparently and jumping to his own. When death. he jumps out the window, he doesn't change. He just goes, they show mad. his his suit goes from his suit yes. to the Superman suit. So, you, so Clark jumps out the window, and he's like he's nose diving down the building, yep. and he's in his suit, and all of a sudden, his suit fades to a Superman suit. Which bothered oh, me, too. It made me mad. But I also, I was like, he's so fast, maybe that. But what's happening when he's going through the doors? Exactly. I assume through the doors, he's a blur, so he's changing so his So people clothes. can't see him changing? So he's changing. But when he's just falling Whatever. out of the building, you don't, he doesn't. I'm going to say he's so fast that you don't even see it happen. But well, that he, isn't what happens. It just changes. It just literally it's one like of the, fades out. His clothes fade off. And it's one of the flaws to me in yes. the, within the movie because that, that bothered me too. I know. And I was like, why? I well, feel, I'm pretty do? sure that bothered me as a kid too. It did. I, me. I know that. The baby dick and the clothes is changing. Yeah. <laughs> Man. Um. So he goes to Lex's lair. This is another cool thing. He lands on the ground, mm-hmm. and you're like, what's he going to do? And oh, he starts yeah. spinning and goes through the ground like a yeah. drill. Turns himself into a drill and yep. just drills himself straight into the ground. Yeah, and goes down to Lex's 
lair or outside of Lex's lair, which you're kind of like, why didn't you just go straight to it? Mm-hmm. Why did you go to? Why would you dig tunnel through the ground to go walk through his door? Yeah, <laughs> which he doesn't walk through. He, went, he made a big injury. He fucking rips that goddamn door off. Right. Which I was like, Superman's a badass. Yeah. Superman don't need no doors. That's right. So, so at the same time this is happening, uh, we see Lois Lane who's interviewing whoever some big. She had a big story with this. A big story about a guy selling a bunch of land in the desert. That's right. So she was down there in a car. Which I didn't catch. Guy. I was like, why is she there? Yeah. She's, a, she's talking to an Indian guy, a Native American guy. Yeah. Or maybe, I think he, he was a Native, Native American dude, yeah. And he's talking about selling all this land. Yeah. And she's like, it's weird that somebody would buy all of this land. And also at the same time, Jimmy Olsen is there taking pictures. Is it for that story? He's at the Hoover Dam. He's at the Dam. Hoover Dam taking pictures yeah. for reasons I don't think they explain. Yeah, I really don't all know. Sudden, it's like all of a sudden Jimmy Olsen's out snapping pictures. You're like, what the hell is he doing? Yeah, and know. then you see he's at the, this gigantic, the, the, basically the Hoover Dam. I didn't, do, do they, they don't say it's, do they say it's the Hoover Dam? They don't. They imply it. Yeah, but like, it's, the, it's a huge it's, dam. It looks like the Hoover Dam. It's yeah. the Hoover Dam. And so uh, Superman is at Lex's lair, and he goes through... He goes into a room where he is bombarded with bullets. Yep. Walks through flames. Yep. And then gets frozen into an ice cube. And none of this does anything to Superman. Yep. Who built this room for Lex? This magical room that does all this stuff? We don't know. How did he build it so fast? Yeah. (laughs) Yes. Yes. That's a very specific room. (laughs) What else are you going to do in that room? (laughs) You're not going to watch watch TV. Nope. And I don't think Otis built that thing by himself. I don't think so either. (laughs) Um, So he goes in there, and Lex is explaining his whole plan. Yeah, he has a map on the ground. Mm -hmm. A map of California that there is like on the ground. It's a huge like floor map, and he's pointing everything out. Telling he Superman tells his entire plan. There's two nukes, one going west, one going east. He, he doesn't say, say there's both. two at first. Yeah, that's right. But then he says there's one going east, and he says east to New Jersey. And Hadi assistant says, "But my mom lives in New Jersey." Yeah, which leads to something right important Foresha- foreshadowing. Yeah. And so all this stuff is happening. And why does? And Superman is just talking, being fairly polite to the guy that's saying all of this. Yeah. And Lex implies there's, like, plans or something. Why does Superman need to look into this box? That he... I, I forget what led to him being, like... And and Lex is like, don't look in there. Yeah. Uh, I can't I don't remember, remember what he says is in there. But it was something that to make Superman want to look in there. Some, the detonators, remember. maybe. Yeah, I don't. I don't know what he said. It doesn't really matter. He says there's some. He's like, don't look in there. And Superman is immediately. But like, But it's a lead box. Yes. So he can't see. Well, also, if you're Superman and you see a lead box and you said that in the freaking Daily Planet, wouldn't yeah. you go? Yeah. I should maybe watch out for lead boxes. <laughs> I probably shouldn't have let that little tidbit out. Yeah, yeah. And I think I feel like if the uh, world's we'll, most evil man has a lead box. I should probably avoid it. Yeah, right. But instead, he opens he it up. He goes right for it. And guess what's in there? A big old chunk a of A big old kryptonite, kryptonite necklace. 
and Superman is taken aback, falls backwards, yep. and Lex puts that bad boy right around his neck. Yep, and he kicks him into the, the big old pool. pool. Yep, where he is drowning slowly. Yep, with no strength whatsoever. Yep, and Lex and, takes off at this point. Yeah, where does he go? He just uh, walks out of the room. I guess he just leaves. I can't remember for like where he says he's going. But so he's left. Superman's basically in the bottom of this pool with the kryptonite around his neck, and or he's he's trying not to drown. His head's still up because yeah, he's still able the to girlfriend swim a little is bit. still there, and she starts talking to Superman. She's like, "Hey, yeah, um, basically like my mom lives in Hackensack, New Jersey. Yeah. If you if you save my mom, then I'll let you out." And he's then like, I'll "Yeah, whatever." You. Yeah. So and she's like, "You always tell the truth." Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Instead, he would do it. And then she takes that uh, kryptonite necklace off of him, and he gets out. And he does he blast through the ceiling? Uh, Probably. I don't remember what he does. But he does leave, and he goes. And guess what he does? He he lied to that lady. He did? He Because he, go, he goes west. Does he really? <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. He never. He goes directly west. Well, what does he do with the other one? Uh, Are you sure? I don't think he does. Because they show he puts the first one into space, right? Because the other one lands. He doesn't lie because otherwise You're that's right. why the fault. No, no. He go. He he told the truth. You're right. And he tosses that one into space. And Lex is watching this on a screen yep. with like showing where his missiles are going and sees it fly away. And he's like, oh, shit. That's obviously Superman. And he instantly yep. knows his girl let him go. Right. Because he yells her name. Yep. And, yeah. That's right. And he tosses the first one into space. And I don't recall the second. The, does the second missile go into the ground? The second missile explodes. Where? In where in Cal by the fault line in the or desert? in the fault line? Yeah. Because then does it go on the ground first though? I don't know. I don't know either. This is where things are awesome, but also like, wait a minute. This was '78, and nuclear weapons were very scary. You could yeah. tell anyone whatever you want to about nuclear weapons, and be, yeah, yeah, you just believe it. Yes, it was very scary. yeah. And so the earthquake, the second one, he stops the first one. The second one lands. Yeah. Um, second one hit. And, and it opens like the fault line opens yeah, up. And the earth starts opening up. Yeah. Uh, the Hoover Dam starts breaking. Yep. Um, is Lois, that, so then Lois's car runs go, out of gas because yeah. it's been out of, almost out of gas for the last yep. half hour. So and her car goes right in that damn fault line. Yep. And she gets buried alive and in dies. her car and dies. Yes. Which is a slow, you know, kind of scary part. That was. When I was a kid, I didn't understand I didn't understand why her car was going in the ground. Mm-hmm. Like I didn't understand the concept of that yeah. for some reason. But I remember thinking this was very scary. Like when when the dirt like I again, this is one of those moments that I haven't seen it in so long and now seeing it after all this time, it was the feeling was still fresh in my mind. Or in my, my memory, I guess somewhere of when like the dirt started falling on her face and her hair, and they yeah. started covering her face. That was very scary. Yes. Oh God. And it still is. Like it's a very again, another very well put together scene. Yes. Also, uh, random fact: uh, John Ratzenberger, Cliff Clavin, yes, is in the nuclear. I recognize control them. room. Yeah. Yeah. Who was also? I don't think Cheers didn't exist at the time, so he no. was just a nobody. Yeah. But I did think. It, Cliff Clavin and Larry Hagman. Weird. That is... That's, and Larry that's Hagman funny. was famous. It's weird that he was in the movie for like four minutes. 
Um, oh, remember this was when Superman. <laughs> remember when Superman flew into the Earth? Yes. Is that what was he doing? He was. He goes really deep though, and he pushes the fault line back up. That's what I okay. He pushes the whole Earth back <clears throat> up. Yeah, the amount of stuff Superman does at the end of this movie is bananas. It, this is this is yeah. This is where he gets a little. Mm. He he pushes a nuke out into space, which yep. is cool, man. Way to go! He flies deep, deep into the Earth yep. and pushes the entire California fault line yep. back up into. Perfectly, exactly yeah, the way it was. The mantle, yeah. Which is again, I'm not sure how they pulled that off. He that keeps it. Cool. At what point does he stop the train? He makes a. Oh, he stops a train. He he goes. Oh yeah. The, the railroad tracks break. <laughs> yes, yeah, like the line. bridge. Uh, there's a big like yeah. high bridge with and the train he, track. He gets under there and replaces the track yeah, for the a train. section falls out, so he lays on the track and like makes the rails. I remember that as a kid being yep. that's really cool. But then now that you, when you look at it now, you're like, oh, it's a little model Superman in a model yeah. train. Yeah. It's very funny. It's still it's still neat. Oh no, I enjoy it. And he it for pushes what it was. the earth up. But after he pushes the earth up, he goes to Lois. Lois's car. He pulls it out of the ground. Yeah. Which how come that didn't Oh, you see the fault line go back perfectly together, but he still has to pull Lois's car out of the ground. Yeah. That's okay. It's fine. And she is dead. Yeah. And there's she died. a very dramatic Superman freakout. Yeah. Like it was, uh, I, again, that's another, another thing I remember being like, that was kind of scary when Superman freaked out. Yeah. It was, Superman's it's, mad. It's freaking awesome, though. And I don't know if I've said it enough. Christopher Reeve is a freaking great Superman. Oh, I, I don't, yeah. We haven't really said a lot um, about that but he really is and, but another thing not to go on a tangent but the difference between ripped guy in the late 70s yeah. superhero and ripped guy now superhero is stark because he is huge and in good shape yeah he but gained, he's not like a muscle man he gained 40 pounds for this movie yeah so and he he's got, still like yeah compared to dudes <clears throat> now is yeah not, like, the, like the rock like, yeah he looks like a mm-hmm. he, he just think of the think anyone. of think Chris of Chris Evans. Think Thor? of George Reeves, the '50s Superman. Yes, like that's an out of shape Superman. Yes, but he's different than that. But, but at th- the time in the '50s, George Reeves was like, oh, his chest sticks out, and I know, and that's Chris, all you need. Christopher Reeves looks like compared to like The Rock is the mm. same thing. Like yes. he's just like kind of a smooth down, totally. but but big bulky man. This is also where I said. This movie is long as hell. This movie's like two and a half hours long. Yes, it get this in it. <laughs> Yes. But it's funny. I also watched this movie twice as I watched The Running Man twice. Mm-hmm. And I was perfectly happy watching this movie twice. Yes. And it was an hour longer than The Running Man. <laughs> oh, that's insane. <laughs> yes. Yes, this was much Maybe easier not to watch. quite an hour longer, but um he yeah. So he so Doesn't he push the Hoover Dam back yeah, together? Yeah, but, but yeah, right. No, he doesn't. He, yeah. He, did we watch he, this movie? We did, right? We did. <laughs> At this point, too, either before he saves Lois. It must be before. Jimmy Olsen gets yeah. killed by the Hoover Dam. No, no. He, he saves Jimmy. He, he, he grabs him basically off the top. 
of it okay. while, while it's falling apart. And oh, he knocks. He makes. Desert. He makes a bunch of. He knocks, basically knocks a mountain over in front of a town. Oh, that's right. And stops the that's water. That's right. That's so right. that's another thing that he does. And those were all models again. It was very cute. very much so. Yep. It was cute. And where the water perspective, you're like clearly that's not. Yeah, when there's water splashing. Yeah, you're like those are little splashes. Yes, yes. Little water splashes. <laughs> yes, but still. So he's lifted the earth back up. Then he knocks a mountain over. Yeah. Not a mountain, but a, he he creates a rock slide yes. big enough to stop the water coming out of what is essentially a the raging, river dam. Yes, river of water. Finds Lois dead, freaks the F out. Scream. And this is the part of the movie that bothers me the most. It's still cool, but it bothers me to no end. He starts flying. I, when he started doing this, I yelled out, I yelled out loud, watching Yeah. Yes, but what else were they going to do? And they know. also set it up at the beginning of the movie where Marlon Brando says, you, you're not allowed to change human history. Yeah, don't interfere in human history. Oh, yeah, right, like that's yeah. even possible. Oh, but it is. You just fly the opposite direction and the earth is spinning. So in order to be like, whoops, my bad, let's redo that one. Yeah. He starts flying around the earth as fast as he can to in the make opposite it. direction of the and earth so, and spins time backwards. The, the yeah the implication here is that making the earth spin the other way Reverse will make time. time go backwards right. when what it would do is make every single thing fall off the face of the earth the earth would probably explode or split in it half it wouldn't everyone wouldn't fly off dude if the earth stopped spinning and oh, went yeah, the I other way <laughs> everything would that's true i never thought about would, that things would just go because that's right because there, there would come a point after he, he slows down the so momentum. Earth coming to a complete halt? To a How fast is the Earth spinning? 11,000 so miles per hour? That means for like three seconds, everything on Earth lifted up in the air, yeah. and then the Earth started spinning the other way, and then yes. everyone got slammed but down it, while the sun started to move backwards to the all. sky. It just, time yeah. goes backwards. Instead of Lofo. all that, time just went backwards. And we see Lois's car come out of the ground. And, yep. Oh, I don't know what happens. what happened to the nuke, though. Did he stop that? Time goes backwards, but he didn't stop the nuke. Uh, or maybe he did. I don't know. How far back in time does he go is the question. He just he only goes far back enough to... Well, he goes all the way back, so he has to stop the nuke. Because they show the dam go back together. Right. They show... So the earthquake doesn't even happen, so he must have stopped the nuke. But what about the other nuke? It's a little confusing. It's a little, remember. it's a little bit. I mean, it is a huge cop out. It is to a degree where you're like, it's neat to look at, but come on now. And as a kid, I remember it being confusing to me. Yes, it was confusing, and it is entirely impossible. Yeah. But when he rips that car door off to save Lois, yeah. that was freaking awesome. That was awesome. And when he pulls the car out of the ground with one hand, that was awesome too. Yep. Many of the things he does. Is awesome. And he also smiles a lot. Superman does. He does. He is such a not broody, just seems like a genuine, awesome dude. Yeah. Unlike Batman, Superman, Dawn of Shitty Pants. Man, it's so it's so stark. I mean, it, it's hard to believe they're even the same characters. It is. And Batman versus Superman is... This movie is far superior. Oh, yeah. I didn't think I would... I would think that. I didn't think this would hold up at that as well as it has. This no. holds up. This holds up 
extremely well. Yes. Even for the things that we're picking out, they're just hilarious just because they're basically dated things. But Right. But for the time, my God. Yeah. Crazy. Again, the crap they're trying to pull off in the last movie we saw, oh. after having a decade more of technology yeah. doing it <laughs> yes. a thousand times worse. Yes. Oh, my God. Uh, and Batman vs. Superman, for the record, ruined my life for about six months. Yeah, that movie is a big bummer. Yep. And But you see when you watch this, you're like, oh, yeah, you can do it. You can do it just like this. You just have to yeah. have likable people and a good story. Yeah. You can make it work. Yep. This is not like Superman is, is a dork. He's a dork. Yeah, totally. Uh, Clark Kent is a super dork. Yes. And, the, and not in an, in an ironic like, you know, over the top, but just like a... An annoying. You dork. would not like him, right? Clark Kent. You would be like, "Oh, this. I don't want to hang out with this dude." And then when he's Superman, he's like a very polite, like, and yeah. also a dork. You're yes, right, but like, oh yes, he's thank a you, perfect ma'am. Superman. Yes, couldn't have cast him any better. Yeah, yeah. And that's the end of the movie. Yeah, right. Like then, what happens? I can't remember how this ends exactly. I remember him oh, flying he away. Takes, he takes Otis and Lex Luthor. To, he flies them into ah, prison. That's right. By the scruffs of their necks. Right. Sets them down. And that's when Lex Luthor rips his, his wig off. Yep. He's like, hey, don't you know who I am? And you're, he's bald. And I go, yeah. I guess that. And that's the end, right? And that's, ba- yeah, that's the end. I should start writing down exactly what the end of the movies are. Yeah. Because I'm like, I, should, I feel like I should know exactly. But I think that's the very end. And uh, the verdict is. My childhood is not ruined. Mine is not either. This is it was improved. A, In fact, it improved my adulthood. Yes, it, I really enjoyed watching. It makes this. me enjoy Superman and be like, I feel like there's hope now. If yeah. someone not uh, hopefully Wonder Woman isn't hot garbage, but I've heard maybe uh, it's going man, to be. Man, you posted that article. I was like, oh god. I, I have no. There, I have zero faith in DC movies yeah. at this point. The people that are doing them now. I mean that Nolan got his three in, and then they just went to hot shit. Although I think man, I enjoyed Man of Steel. To I did far more than Batman vs Superman. Yes, but Man of Steel compared to this is neat looking, but not that. Good. It's so tonally different. Oh, it's, 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 it like, feels why does, different. Why do you have to make Superman a huge bummer? Yeah, he should be like Christopher Reeve, dog. Yeah, take totally. a take a note. Superman is all about good. You know, to an annoying extent. Yes. And that's why he's so endearing. Oh, man, I can't wait till we watch number two and number three and see if we keep agreeing with how great this is. Because I, I feel like... Two is considered one of the best superhero movies that ever. That is true. And those guys are awesome. And then three has Richard Pryor in it. <laughs> yes! Yes! <laughs> As like a main character. Oh, my God. I can't and wait to watch And I didn't that. even know I this. I used to love that one, too. Another shout out to Emmett. I didn't even know there's a Superman 4? Yes! That's I was the, like, what? The nuclear war guy. Yeah. I, oh, I have no idea, and I guarantee I've seen that also. Yeah, no, I can remember loving all those as a kid. And there's yeah. also a Supergirl, which oh, I'm man. not even sure if I've seen. I saw and that, I'm sure that I, I have. remember. I saw that and was excited for it. I remember not liking it as a kid. Mm-hmm. I wonder what, what my problem was. But oh man, those other Superman movies I really haven't seen. And no, and Superman two. Maybe years. we should do Superman two because mm. I can. Re- he goes bad in it. Those guys are really bad, but I'd like to re-see it to see superhumans fighting because yes. I haven't seen that movie in the same amount of time. Yeah, and to see how they did that, how did I they know. pull that off? I don't, <laughs> I don't know, but yeah. I bet it's funny. Yeah, I bet it's cool. I remember liking that one a lot. Yeah, I know. Also, but yeah, I, I I went into this um, 
thinking I would probably like it, but that it would probably be pretty outdated, especially when I saw it from 1978. Right. But, man, this thing holds up. There were things in this, uh, once again, the Running Man, like the Running Man rocket cars with the bottle rockets in the back. <sighs> yes. In this, Superman goes t- straight into the back of a f- rocket. Yeah. And it looks freaking sweet. I know. and I, It is so cool looking. And I... I wonder how they did that. And those. they have they had to have like a fog machine and just a light. Yeah. So many so many things in this movie. I'm like, how did they do that? Technic the, the technical stuff in this movie is I could, so cool. I could watch like a three hour documentary on how they technically made this movie. Yes, absolutely. I wonder if, I wonder if I, I've got the Blu ray. I wonder if there's a special feature on that. Ooh, I might have to check. I might have to check. When did I rent this movie? Oh, it's late now. <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> oh man, we need to get a sponsor for this podcast because I feel like you're going to get a lot of late fees for having to rent <laughs> terrible old movies you can't find anywhere else. Yes. This is on. Uh, if you guys want to watch this, this is on Netflix right now. Uh, two and, and three. Video are also Warehouse on there. also has the Blu-ray. <laughs> well, keep. It, you're not I be able knew, to rent there for this. Is how I knew the movie was going to be good because it's from 1979, and Video Warehouse had the Blu-ray. I was That's like, they have the Blu-ray. Of an old movie, I guarantee it's not bad. Yeah. We'll see if that holds up, too. <laughs> that's, that's your theory so far. Yep. There was not a Blu-ray of uh, Running Sure Man as there. hell wasn't. No, just a regular. No, no. <laughs> no Blu-ray for Running there's Man. No, there's no cry. Yeah. Please give us Running Man on yeah. Blu-ray. Yep. No. No one was begging for that. All right. All right. I, any I think, any uh, more comments on Superman? Good movie that makes me sad about the new movies. Yes, very much so. They don't have to be the way. Makes they are. me sad about Christopher Reeve too. Yeah, I know. That's a bummer. It is a bummer. But hey, he was a goddamn great Superman. He was. He was. He he really is. Like he is a just a picturesque, yeah, unbelievably well great, cast. Yeah, Superman. Who a, uh, who else? I was reading. Who else was cast? Who was up for it? Robert Redford was. You know who else was? Clint Eastwood. Yeah. At one point, Clint Eastwood was attached to be Superman. And I remember, okay, so that's 1978, Clint Eastwood. That's like Fido Beto, any which way. But yeah. He would have been interesting. Yeah. That guy as Superman. I'm like, hey, Lewis. Yeah. No. Off the truth, justice, and the American way. Hey, no, he would not have been able to Lewis. at all. Hey, I'm gonna take you out for a date. <laughs> yeah, He'd just be a super creep. <laughs> yes, he was like, oh, Jesus, Clark, stay away settle from down, Clark, the rapist. <laughs> yeah, although she'd probably be into it in a '70s movie. Yeah, if Clint Eastwood was all rapey, they wouldn't be able to make it not seem attractive. Yes, that's true. It would have been a, it <laughs> like, oh, been yeah. a positive yes. thing. Oh my god. Yeah. All right. Well, <laughs> yeah, you and I are becoming much, much more a couple of woke bros on the whole uh, rape culture. Thing yes. Oh, I, old I will tell you, Woo, it's a real eye opener. Well, even the last ten years of my actual life, I've become more woke. Oh no, me too. But now when you go back and see things like with the uh, with an eye from the future, it's like oh boy, like geeky geeky. Yes. Oh, the old, the old resuscitative chest massage. Oh my god. Yeah. All right. Um. I don't um, think I have, I'm gonna. Should I look through my notes real quick? <laughs> I will. What should we do for the next one? I don't know. Uh, we did say Gremlins. Maybe we did Gremlins. say New Jack City. Oh boy, <sighs> which is one I don't remember at all. I also we. Truth were t- be told, I've watched that several times. 
Uh, but also when you brought it up, I thought you were talking about Free Jack with Emilio Estevez <laughs> and Mick Jagger. And I was like, that'd be great to do. I, I was like, I what? Saw that I was like, I don't remember Ice T being in that. And I was like, oh, we're talking about two different movies. When do you suppose the last time was you saw Gremlins? I have not seen that since I was a kid. I have not either. I think I feel yeah. I, Should we do a poll? Maybe. Yeah, maybe we can try. A we poll. have so many fans now. That's yeah, I true. got nothing left. Superman was good. Superman it did not ruin my childhood and improved my adulthood. No, now we're one for one now. Yep. So should we? Uh, no, we're one for two. One for well, one. Well, we're one and one. One. Right. One and one. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Should we? Uh, should we have people vote or should we just decide to watch Gremlins? Let's watch Gremlins. Yeah, that seems like an easy... I and I know I, I really liked it as a kid. I Yes. It scared me, you said. It I love me. that movie as a yeah. kid. And we went and saw it as a family and yeah. I had to get up and leave the theater at a couple yeah. points because it was too much for little Alex to handle. Oh, yeah. So, yeah. So, let's go. We'll take a look back at that. That's another one that's going to be full of practical effects. Oh, yeah. That's exciting. That is exciting. This yeah. is a good idea. And... Um, this is a good idea. Thank you. Yeah, I forget the name of the guy that directed it. Something Gremlins. Yeah, but... Joe Dante. I don't know, but there is some. There's some connection with Spielberg. There's a weird story behind that. Maybe I'll look into it for our next episode. So we're gonna do Gremlins. We're doing Gremlins. All right. All right. See. You next time. All right. This has been Let's Ruin Our Childhood, and our childhood isn't ruined. I'm Toll. I'm Alex. Adios. Bye. <laughs>